Monday, October 2nd, 2023 AD. Press one if the stream is great, two if it's awful, three if it's perhaps buffering slightly, but okay seeming. And uh, that stands for in general. So if at any point it, it does do that. It's 9.03 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Going to have a fun show, right? Uh... What will we cover? These phony politicians. Uh, this Emily's list president, black female. Emily was not even a real person. It's just about all about money. It's about money. And they call it Emily's list. Uh, who was appointed to replace Diane with two N's. Hard N's. Feinstein, who died at 90. Horrific stories going on in the world. There was a a story of some illegal, an illegal who allegedly R-worded. Sorry, kids, ladies, gentlemen, like an eleven-year-old little girl, and maybe some others. So, other things going on. I had a guest last week. You guys can give me feedback on how you liked that. A guest, a co-host. Uh, and, uh, some, some, uh, you know, pop culture type news slash commentary, maybe, for you guys. This Golden Bachelor thing. I'm cringing and wincing even as I mention it, which is not manly, I'm told. Which I think that's true. (sighs) So, hopefully all of that, if that's clear, and your calls, guys, if you'd like to call in, and some beautiful music. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. So, how you guys doing, everybody? I am fine. No, not Britney Spears. No, not the football mom. The chola, <laughs> perhaps, alleged, maybe. Uh, anyway, um, I'm wearing my desert pink. That's manly pink, if any pink is manly. <laughs> Hake, the Hake Report... Covering your ears and singing La 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 t-shirt with the monkey emoji. Hear no evil emoji. I don't know if that's devilish or whatever. But, um, nice. You can get yours by going to thehakereport.creator-spring.com, I'm pretty sure. Yes, indeed. Thank you, spoiler alert. Um, nice. And it's 100% cotton. Not too bad. And this is a medium. And it fits okay. I'm beginning to think maybe I should be going for the large just to be safe because sometimes the mediums are a little bit uh, 
don't fit as nicely as this, but the medium fits perfectly when it's right. So, um, I know, I know. I, I need to get a mild, create a mildly attractive design. I am trifling, trifling. Let me talk about this gal who was appointed to uh, the Senate, a black female, an affirmative action appointment. Uh, Emily's list? There is no Emily. I thought, oh, Emily from Emily's list must be some sympathetic little girl who was, you know, violated and got pregnant and she couldn't get an abortion like as if she should. She shouldn't in general, right? And uh, therefore, they made this Emily's list. No. E-M-I-L-Y stands for early money is like yeast. Found Emily's list into an American political action committee PAC, right? That It's all about politics that aims to elect Dema- Democrat, specifically Democrat, female candidates in favor of so-called abortion rights, no such thing, according to Wikipedia, which is a little bit of fake news because they have to reference the mainstream media, um, into office, founded by Ellen Malcolm. Ellen Malcolm in 1985. I was just a tender age of like three or four years old. Hake, little Hake. <laughs> that used to be my nickname, little Hake. Uh, the group, be, only because I had older siblings. The group's... I think. The group's name is an acronym for Early Money Is Like Yeast. E-M-I-L-Y. So it had nothing to do with the little girl. Sympathetic little girl. It's just money. It, and it, this Ellen Malcolm woman, who's 76 years old. Can you think, can you believe it? 76 years old and still, to this day, for killing the babies. Unborn babies. Early money makes the dough rise. That just means money again. <laughs> Cute. And I have some screenshots of this uh, Emily's List website. And this, why am I bringing up Emily's List? Because this black female, Laponza, Laponza Butler, was appointed by evil beta governor Gavin Newsom to be the next, uh, look at this, the, the next Diane. Feinstein, going from not a Christian to just uh, not a Christian, but old, 90, and somewhat practical, because she's a dinosaur, to outright evil, I'm assuming. This woman is for killing the babies. A black woman. And that's who was appointed by Gavin Newsom. I'm keep, I keep on talking in the uh, passive uh, voice. I don't like using to-be verbs. <laughs> Evil Gavin Newsom appointed this female. Look at her. Mildly attractive. A little bit, maybe. Lafon- Is it Lafonza? P-H-O-N-Z-A. Butler. Terrible. Who is this Ellen Malcolm woman who founded the group? What is her early life? Born, in- Grew up in New Jersey. Blah, blah, blah. Parents worked at IBM. Ba 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 ba. 
Vietnam War, assassination of MLK and the riots and the assassination of Robert Kennedy and the counterculture of the 60s led to her political awakening in her mind. Both of her parents and much of her community, this this white female woman, yeah, the supposed white female. I was trying to check if she was a normal white. Uh, Her parents were Republican and most of her community. But the turmoil of the time in the 60s was shocking. Don't be shocked. Shocked doesn't awaken you. It awakens you to evil, Darth. She began volunteering at some thing. So, I don't know. I can't find her. Uh, I like to know the race, ethnicity of these people and whether they were Christian or what. But it doesn't say that on the cursory glance. But look at this LaFonza Butler woman. She's, what, 60 years old? Oh, they, uh, they updated the picture of this black gal on the Wikipedia page. Far-left extremist Wikipedia. Oh, she's not 60. She's 44. Has some, There she is 10 years ago in, I think, 2013. All involved in politics. Women... In politics, and women are more miserable than ever. So wrong. So sick. So, 4460, same thing? (laughs) Of course, 44 equals destruction. Well, that's the update. JLP predicted that they replaced the... uh, the unchristian Diane Feinstein with someone even worse. That's what they tend to do. So all you, I don't, I didn't see anybody really celebrating how evil she was. Since we're on these phony politicians, let me uh, show you guys this Diane Feinstein little headline in the uh, phony politicians folder. I want to say it is Hassan there. Let's see, phony politicians. Diane Feinstein. There was this Wall Street Journal thing. Wall Street Journal, I've told you that they're a rhino outlet. Show this, uh, these, these couple of little headline things. This is a push notification from the Wall Street Journal. Supposedly conservative sometimes. Right? Senator Diane, with two N's, Feinstein, died at the age of 90 last uh, week. Right? Friday or something? She blazed a trail for women in California politics and challenged the CIA's interrogation program. Typical mama spirit. Was she a mother? Did she ever make motherhood? Look at her. Molly attractive in her younger years. Sort of. This is the other Wall Street Journal uh, picture of her. Even in death, Diane Feinstein breaks the mold. Stop gushing, you simps. Wall Street Journal, kissing up to this Democrat. This Democrat drove the passage of the assault weapons ban. I saw on uh, TKR official on Telegram a little thing where she, if she had gotten 51 votes, she would have banned the assault weapons completely, the so-called assault weapons. Kind of redundant. That's what weapons are for, assault. Rightful or wrongful assault? Rightful assault or wrongful assault? I guess. Slash self-defense. Which, you're supposed to sometimes assault people in self-defense, right? I think. Maybe you're not using the proper legalese term for it, but... 
And she challenged the CIA torture program. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that was okay. Not sure. Not sure. Because I don't know about the CIA nowadays, right? Or back then even. But isn't she, you know, mildly attractive? She was elected over and over and over and over and over again. San Fran. Evil woman. And now it's someone even worse. Terrible. Sick. And the whole government's a joke nowadays. Let me show you guys this. uh, (sighs) Gross. So the government was supposed to be shut down over the weekend on like Sunday morning after midnight, Saturday night into Sunday morning. But no, it didn't. Lame. Lame. In my opinion. Some of you guys, especially the Marxists among you guys. Did you know I have Marxists among my listeners and callers? At least one. Who's openly, shamelessly Marxist. Some of them are rhino, black rhinos who they think just like communist useful idiots, but they claim to be black conservatives. (laughs) John James of Michigan. Check out this IG post. John, government shutdown, John James MI. He posted on Instagram uh, two, three days ago. I just voted to keep our government open and our borders secure. I'm sorry, I didn't know that the borders were secure in the first place, that you could keep them secure, Mr. John James. And this guy is a Republican, a black Republican, supposedly. Every single Democrat just joined Matt Gates and MTG, which is Marjorie Green, for open borders and a closed government, which they wanted, right? Supposedly. Matt Gates and MTG did not want open borders. They wanted better borders. Democrats in the clown caucus, he says, care more about their fundraising goals than America's well-being. Which... I don't buy that. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I cannot comment on the genuineness of Matt Gates or Marjorie Green. I cannot. I do not know. But as in terms of Matt Gates versus this guy, not so much Marjorie Green because I don't trust her. I appreciate her a little bit, but she does seem like a bit of a counterproductive grandstander, maybe. I do appreciate her stance for the uh, January Sixers, her speaking outright. But, you know, woman in office, they tend to sometimes overdo things. But Matt Gates, he seems a little bit more reasonable. And this John James feller, fellow, he's, he sided with the rhinos and the Democrats, the Senate Democrats, my, in my opinion. My opinion. John James, grateful servant, he calls himself. He has a John James MI, short for Michigan. And he has a representative John James Instagram as well. Representative for the people of the 10th Congressional District of Michigan. And he's this black guy. I thought that he was supposed to be one of the okay guys. You can't trust these black Democrats just like you can't trust the Democrat women. 
Matt Gates reminds me of Ash from Evil Dead. Huh. He has a bit of a punchable face. <laughs> One of those white men with punchable faces. But so does this guy. This guy, if any black has a... I disavow punching faces. I disavow the notion of punchable faces. But if any black has a, such a face, that's... I disavow that. Never mind. Stop that. But this guy has a... He's talking like a phony politician. Why not just say, I respectfully disagree with my colleagues, Matt Gates. I'm not paying too much attention about what's going on, and there's probably a lot more going on that none of us can pay attention to because we're not privy to the behind-the-scenes stuff. So I can't tell you. But this guy seems phony to me. Not that it really affects anything. Michigan, did you guys vote? I know I have some Michigan callers. Did you guys vote for Representative John James, or were you even in his district? I'll take a Republican. I would still, like, encourage people to work with him. But he's a... And just like, just like the rhino uh, Kevin McCarthy. Total rhino, but he functioned under Trump. They, he worked with Trump. So, hey, I'll take it. Anyway, let's move on. Let's keep on moving. Uh, another black rhino, Will Hurd. Will Hurd, who's gone, thankfully, my opinion. Light-skinned black, mixed. I saw this uh, YouTube video. Asylum should be offered, he says, but the process is being abused. Will Hurd, H-U-R-D. He's this... Mixed guy from Texas. He was a sort of a never Trump young guy. Relatively young, right? He's like the only black Republican congressman or something like that. I mean, we had better ones. We had Alan West, Colonel Alan West. But he's commenting on, oh, we need to be uh, offering asylum to these people coming in, but it's being abused. That's too soft, in my opinion. He was an anti-Trump guy, and Trump gave him so much trouble in the Trump supporters that he did not, he, re- he retired at a relatively young age from Congress. So I'm glad he's out of there. I didn't know that he was running for office. He was running for president. News Nation is this up-and-coming outlet that's, that interviewed him. He has this like, sort of high-pitched voice talking about... And he, too, was bashing the, uh, the kooky right-wingers. I don't think of Matt Gates as being remotely hard-line. Maybe he's sort of unreasonable when they're trying to work with him. I don't know. But I don't think of him as that. MTG, Marjorie Green. she's not very right-wing, to be honest. She might be a little unreasonable to work with because you know how... You know how the ladies can be. We love the ladies, if we love anybody, on the Hake Report. But anyway, this guy's a Trump hater. Phony politician. I'm not saying that the people whom, whom they're attacking aren't phony as well. Ah, uh, papa, papa, papa. Let's jump to this pro-life thing. Speaking of the phoniness... I'm just going to plow through this, and then we'll uh, 
get to some other things, calls and stuff. You can call in. 1-888-775-3773. Look at this pro-life flag request. This was from a week or so ago, September 23rd. Pro-life flag. They, they wanted Biden to fly a pro-life flag. Does this mean anything? Maybe. <laughs> right to life. This was a push notification from Fox News, phone news, after the black on the inside White House trans flag controversy. Senators demanded Biden fly this pro-life flag. Uh, do you see that pro-life flag there in the folder in there, Hassan? In that other folder, or whatever, phony politicians folder? And it has two little baby feet with a... You know how the babies, if you, you stamp their feet, your footprint. And the arches leave a blank spot. So the two arches come together to make a heart. Aww. And it has hands above and below the, these, these footprints. And it has a pink and a blue. Pink for girl, blue for boy. See that flag right there? Right there? They want Biden to fly that one. If you're going to fly the transgender flag, you might as well pro- fly the pro-life flag because transgender is a radical, evil, radical in support of evil and confusion. So let's support the... Uh, I've never seen this flag before, but let's, let's fly this one, they, they say. It's sort of reasonable but silly in my opinion. Goofy. Thanks, Hake. I love you too, says Ivana. <laughs> yeah, see? The ladies love Hake, and Hake loves the ladies. If Hake loves anybody. If the ladies love anybody. <laughs> um, meaningless. Meaningless. As the, who was that? Solomon in the Bible said, everything is meaningless. Chasing after the wind. That's what all this phony stuff is in the polit in the politics world. These phony politicians. Are they doing anything good? Not, doesn't seem like it. You heard, if you were listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show, this gal Jasmine Crockett. Oh man, I forgot to censor it. But it's okay, it just says the D word. Don't say the D word, kids. D-A-M-N. It just means God send it to hell. Or just, it's just a curse. It's the on IG. I think it's a black outlet. They share a screenshot of, she didn't say darn. She's like, dang. But she didn't say dang. And this was awesome. Fire emoji, hand claps emoji. And this this Andrea Junker gal, how's my stream? Press one if it's great, two... Looks like it's conking out, but I think it's okay. Just let me know. Three of iffy, but it's back up, starting back, back up, starting back up, starting back up, starting back up, streaming again. Press one if it's good. Sending data, sending data, sending data, sending data. And we're off. We are back, guys. I think. Within about a uh, minute, we should be back. It's buffering because you, you're more size youth medium. Whoa. No, this is men's. Okay, we're back. Appreciate you guys. Where was I? I was talking about this gal. Nice. Thanks. 
Saving the day. Saves the day. Sort of, maybe, possibly. We'll see. <laughs> so just press two again if it goes bad again, okay? Or three in the chat, if you're listening in the chat. So this gal, Andrea Junker, is talking all black. Oh, keep, well, dang, keeping it 100. Kept it, no blanks given. This was awesome. Fire emoji, hand clap emoji. And she's talking all black, apparently a liberal woman. Hurry, take her picture down before it crashes again, says Jib Jab. I know. Um, it's because we're bouncing it off the moon, which is real. And uh, Jasmine Crockett, demon rat from Texas. You may have seen this on the Jason Lee Peterson show. This gal goes, ooh. She's complaining about the... <laughs> she literally went, ooh. I'm just kidding. She's fl- talking about Trump's... One of his fake... Im- not impeachments, but indictments about the, you know, the press two if it's still bad, and we'll make it work. We will make it work. Hate getting his ADL assignment for the week. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got the call. <laughs> okay. Three for iffy. Okay. All right. We're back. Uh, was there anything else that I wanted to mention about that gal? I can hear you now. You want to put that gal back up? Take a risk. <laughs> it's Jasmine Crockett. I like her last name. Nice American name, right? Jasmine Crockett. But she's running her mouth like she knows what she's talking about and the evil people applauding her. And so she's getting her confirmation from her fellow children of Satan, not from knowing within that she's right, because she's not right. There was another know-it-all POC gal, partly white, partly white Hispanic, right? Cortez. Sandy Cortez going off like she knew what she was talking about. This gal is like, Oh, Trump left our national secrets. Like, anybody knows or cares about our national secrets. Okay, maybe some people do. But Trump didn't... He loves the country. Unlike these people, he loves the country. He wouldn't put the country at risk. These people put the country at risk. Crockett is a regular Christian name, indeed. But she's a regular black Christian phony, if she's a Christian at all, indeed. I'm disappointed at this affirmative action stream. Yes, I know. <sighs> uh, fake applause for a fake person. Okay, take that down because I want to talk about... Uh, man, I'm going to have a tough time keeping track of these timestamps. So many timestamps. Um Cortez, Sandy Cortez, also went off. Is there any, is there any material witness about this uh, impeachment? So we're wasting our time. No, there isn't. All sassy. These women don't belong. It doesn't, they have high-pitched voices. They have no authority in their voices. And they just sound angry and nasty. And they also sound phony, like they don't really believe in what they're saying. They're just reading off of a script or going down a uh, checklist to do a win for argument's sake, just to win an argument. 
And I'm not really excited about the Biden impeachment at all anyway. <laughs> nice impersonation. Thank you, Nugget Man. I know I'm winning when I uh, win Nugget Man over for a half second. Sweet. Um, this gal is, these gals don't belong. Not, not saying that I would belong with my La 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 t-shirt. I belong wherever, with, uh, I will belong in the aisle next to John Fetterman. Like, hey, Mr. John Fetterman, you're tall. <laughs> I know that you're not supposed to say glass of water anymore. Sweet, sweet. What's up, Facebook crew? Uh, it's just performance. Let me see if there's anything else from these phony, phony politicians. One last one. Speaking of these gals, this is messed up. Now, congressman wife accused sleep lobbyists September 24th in the folder there, Hassan, in the phony politician folder. I don't know who this is. I sort of recognize him. It's like a white man with a goatee. Could that be pronounced goatee? Would you be wrong for pronouncing it goatee? And, you know, white, uh, graying hair. Congressman's wife accuses him of sleeping with the lobbyist. Be careful whom you marry, guys. You're, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> what kind of an evil wife does that? It's one thing if she accuses him behind closed doors. She listened to Satan, right? Because really it's between her and him and the alleged accused lobbyist, evil woman. Don't be hiring female lobbyists. They turn on you anyway. They leak against you anyway. You know, Cassidy Hutchinson, anybody? Mark Meadows' lobbyist gal? Accused the greatest recent mayor of New York City of G-wording her, Rope, during the January 6th thing. And she accused Trump of wrestling the steering wheel away from the uh, Secret Service agent so that he could go keep his promise and be with the January 6thers, which I like. I like that story, even if it's not true, which it probably isn't. Don't trust lob- female lobbyists. Don't trust female... I mean, why... Terrible. I don't know anything about the situation, but this was... Not triggering to me. Hake cannot be triggered. Untriggerable Hake. I'm just talking big right now. But it was sort of, this is a warning. Heads up. Dragging your name through the mud. Expect your name to be dragged through the mud if you're, if you're making a stand for right or wrong. Ex- ex- expect that. Don't say leak, kids. (laughs) I'm laughing because I don't get it. That's why I'm laughing. (laughs) So, I wish this man well. I wish his wife well. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's a Judas, a traitor, a uh, not doing right. I feel like I've seen this guy before, too. I forget whether I like him or not. He looks like a Republican, doesn't he? Or a Republican, anyway. The default is they're a Republican. So, 
Well, it might be good for him. You know, uh, when injustice happens to you, because whether he did this thing or not, I don't care, nor should anybody, uh, other than him and his wife, I guess. Uh, if he responds well to it, he can, be, he can come out stronger. Many a man has been accused either falsely or perhaps even factually and it's uh and that's satan satan the accuser and satan's daughter in this case accused maybe he's satan's son i'm not saying he's not maybe he can be uh get better from that some of these uh evil things that befall a person i we call them evil right these injustices can make them better, not bitter. Get your t-shirt, better, not bitter, right? Better, not bitter. Okay, I'm done with that story. Uh, thanks, man, Hassan. I keep, I'm keeping them busy today. Uh, I, was, I gave you guys fake news last week. I'm not going to be on a panel tomorrow. I thought that I was, and I was going to be, but it was canceled. Cherry, I believe is her name. C-H-A-E-I-R-Y, something like that. She's a streamer on Kick. Maybe also on Twitch or formerly on Twitch. On Twitter, I might have debated her before. I'm not sure. She was going to have me on alongside uh, Dick Masterson. You guys know him? Great guy. I've been on... I've been on a program alongside him on Ethan Ralph with uh, JLP. JLP has talked to him many times along with uh, Ethan Ralph, Ralph Retort, Killstream. And some other people about the, um, the persecuted whites and, and independent thinkers, Trump supporters. You know, uh, the Proud Boys, they, they've gotten the book thrown at them. In various cases in court, the courts are, in my opinion, corrupt. Proud Boys themselves may be a little corrupt. Most people are. Most human beings are corrupt, right? And uh, these people defending Gavin McInnes, defending Ann Coulter's free speech, defending either Laura Loomer or Lauren Southern, some of these so-called conservative gals, um, freedom of speech, defending the innocent against evil Antifa who would attack, willfully jumping into fights with Antifa, ill-advised, the Proud, proud Boys. They, found, they just started as, don't be all into pornography and the big M. Guys, don't be doing that. Be proud of Western civilization. Don't apologize for the ancestors creating the Western world. Because we, we young people, what did we create in the Western world? Maybe some of us helped did, do something. Uh, that's all Proud Boys is to me. That's every Proud Boy that I've ever met, pretty decent. Maybe a little rough around the edges. Some of them ex-convicts. Some of them did, did some... Uh, time in jails or prisons because, you know, they're real normal guys nowadays. And the real normal guys have 
were maybe not raised the best, but they still got a decent head on their shoulders, some sense, whether they're white or POC, M-O-C, men of color, right? <laughs> uh, sometimes they do ill-advised things. They may get a little overexcited and kicking the Antifa because the Antifa are pretty easy to beat up when it's one-on-one. They're weak, generally. And uh, they mostly attack in hordes and cowardly, kind of like others. And they're getting railroaded. So I was going to debate about that. I was going to debate about how they have the, whoa, tread lightly, Hake. The We millennials helped with a lot. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Jib Jab. Yeah, I know. Some of you guys really, uh, really so-called contributors to society, right? I say so-called because I don't like that phrase, but I appreciate that you guys are, some of you guys are real builders doing good in the world. Maybe. Anyway, uh, the debate fell through. Not going to happen. But I may be participating in a modern-day debate on Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, leading up to the men's forum. Before the men's forum, third Thursday of the month. First Thursday, not third Thursday. What, What am I thinking? I'm a woman. The women's forum is third Thursday. Men's forum is first Thursday. So, uh... Are men unappreciated in society? Possibly. But that'll be, that's yet to be confirmed. I'll let you know. But Chin Up Kings, the Proud Boys, you know now, you know by now that the world, which is the evil people who are in the world cheerleading the decline of the country, are also in the government and they're against you and you're not going to get justice. There's no justice in this world. Sometimes there is, but suffer with your chin up and your chest out or whatever. Keep a good attitude and you'll be better for the mess that befalls you, not bitter. This is a messed up story here. Uh, I saw this from Cernovich, a center-left journalist on Twitter, pro-America. I call him center-left, my opinion. I think it's valid. I like the guy. He uh, posted this headline called, from Knox Radio, okay? News Radio, Knox News Radio. Man charged with s virtual assault of girls. In Bemidji. Bemidji? B-E-M-I-D-J-I. Pat Sweeney wrote this article, September 29th. Bemidji Police. Bemidji, Minnesota. And uh, a reply to Cernovich, ordinary underscore Ali, said, hey, or Ali, maybe, an ordinary mom, rural northern Minnesota. Minnesota. Rural northern Minnesota. This is terrifying, this, this mother says. Ordinary mom. Ali. Probably not Ali. And listen to this story. It's Cover your ears if you're faint of heart, okay? On September 23rd, Bemidji Police... Bemidji Sanford Hospital's emergency uh, department called police on an assault complaint. 
Bemidji police have arrested a man after an 11-year-old girl told authorities... Now, this is the testimony of an 11-year-old girl. We don't know if it's true, okay? Innocent unless proven guilty. That she and two other girls were tied up and R-worded, aped by several men. Whoa. At a Bemidji home. According to court documents, the 11-year-old girl said she was with a woman who forced her to drink alcohol. 11 years old. She said a bag was placed over her head. She was taken to a home where she was stripped, tied up between two other girls, and R-worded. Aped. The girl said another girl was in the closet, while a third was bloody and unconscious. Authorities arrested 22-year-old Oscar. 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 Luna. Hispanic sort of a name, right? He's charged with first-degree criminal eswardual assault. That's a real type of eswardual assault if this part, if this story is true, right? If the story from the 11-year-old girl is true. If they were full-blown, you know, R-worded, forcibly R-worded. That's eswardual assault. Not that soccer guy kissing the woman on the, on the lips with holding their head hard behind her, behind, from, you know, behind, obviously, her, the back of her head. Uh, that's not eswardual assault. This is eswardual assault, you know? And battery, eswardual battery. Is it distracting that I say eswardual? Th- <sighs> Crazy. And Beltrami County. This is northern, according to that gal, that's northern rural Minnesota. Luna, this Os- Oscar Luna, Luna was also, I like to pronounce it correctly, was also arrested on a warrant from Hennepin County. Police say several other people, which can mean like three, okay? So several, I don't know what it means anymore. They abuse that word several, in my opinion. Several means like seven. That's why it's called several, in my opinion, which may not ever have been real, but that's my impression. Several other people were identified at the scene, 11 of whom, whoa, that's more than several. 11 of whom, that's more than, like a, that's like a dozen. <laughs> 11 of whom were transported by U.S. Border Patrol to be processed as illegal immigrants. Remember that line from uh, June of 2015? And again, this investigation is ongoing. We don't know if they're guilty or innocent if anybody is innocent, right? But innocent of these accusations. Uh, Remember that line from our greatest president, Trump? They're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're R-wordists, apists. And some, I assume, are good people. And everybody was like, (gasps) he said all Mexicans are R-wordists. He never said that. You're being obtuse, to borrow a word from American Anchor Baby. You're being obtuse. Catch American Anchor Baby on, uh, at noon Pacific. That's being very obtuse, which is to say dull. Obtuse angles are not very sharp. You're not very sharp. You're not very bright. <laughs> So, it just means our word is are among those people effectively being sent here to America. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 PDFs. And so people are saying, oh, white people are doing this. You might call this Oscar Luna, which I don't know if he actually did it, okay? A uh, PDF. You might call him a white Hispanic, a white. Oh, Minnesota man. Arrested. <laughs> He's an illegal alien, allegedly. Or at least some of his cohort. Some of his uh, fellow defendants, we'll call them. Fellow defendants. Are not normal white. <laughs> Those are not white Americans. <laughs> Terrible. So. Uh, the lady, the lady, you know, ordinary underscore Ali, Ali, said that's horrifying because it's rural Minnesota. Yeah, it's crazy. Northern Minnesota, that's almost Canada. And the illegals are already, they're everywhere. You hear about them in Maryland, maybe Maine, I'm not sure. Probably. Uh, they're getting sent everywhere. It's wild. And... Not all of them are just here f- for a quote-unquote better life. What a dumb word. Oh, yeah, okay. Come in. Come on in then. You just want a better life. Make your life better, you know? Anyway, I guess it's, I guess it's our fault for letting it happen. Well, I mean, I disavow the normal people trying to stop it, I guess. What, you should do something? The, uh, I know that, who's your hero? Um, your friend? Ted Nugent has gone to the border to be a border patrol guy. There's been other guys who's, who've contributed and helped try to deal with the border situation. Um, ladies, do not worry. Worrying doesn't help anything. Just be alert, be aware. Last couple of minutes of this first hour before I play some music, people really mess up their, their, uh, they inconvenience themselves by being distracted. They can alter their lives and they can end their lives being distracted. I know someone who forgot to sign this here, forgot to click a box there, uh, wasn't paying attention to that empty lane here, and these three minor mistakes, simple mistakes, you take a risk, and it's making life a little bit more inconvenient. It's not a big deal. It can be life-ending, though, so it's, it's important to stay present and calm and not in a rush, and as JLP says, keep your mind with your body. Gals and guys. Pay attention. Pay attention. And don't worry your pretty little heads or pretty little hair. (laughs) Hopefully that's clear. I feel like taking a break. Uh, We're at five till the top of the hour. I know that we had a rough start here. We'll get to uh, some more things, okay? 
But, uh, by the way, I loved Elon Musk at the border. That was cool. I may talk about that a little bit. But um, let's listen to uh, Bullseye. Yeah. In the, in the um, vein of paying attention and keeping what's most important before you, this is Bullseye. It's not a Christian song, okay? I don't think he's a Christian. Marty Anderson, okay? But it's the last song, I think, last track on the album Low Road. It was a double album, Low Road, and then another album, High Road, released the same year. But I hope you enjoy this song. It's what made me really a fan of OK. It's very emotional, but here it is. Bullseye by OK. You hear it? Birds chirping. Isn't that nice? Uh... 2005. I'll be right back, guys. Enjoy this track. And uh, we'll continue with hour two of the Hake Report. Here it is. Can you unmute me? Is it going now? <laughs> the waves sound nice. <laughs> yeah, at least there was sound coming through the my bag. Well, not my fat. That's really it's not my fault. Was that? Did it come through at all? Oh, it never came through. 
Well, I just checked the stream. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you guys for uh, for uh, bearing with me through the beautiful sounds of the beach, at least. Soft sound. <laughs> Imagine how good it would sound. I guess I'm going to have to play that again sometime. Don't film me hate, says <laughs> Ivana. It was relaxing, at least. Best hate music yet. You guys trolling me. I didn't even check the stream. It didn't go out. Oh, well. <laughs> they don't, and they don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, well. That's okay. Nice. We'll play it again. Play it again, Sam. No, we'll play it a different day. Because we got to keep on moving. Let me just double check for Super Chats. It is the top of the hour, everybody. Over on, uh, let me just double check. Buy me a coffee. Kofi, K-O hyphen F-I. And uh, I think I'm caught up on Streamlabs. We're doing fine on uh, Rumble. Canadian David said, it would be challenging to take him seriously. (laughs) Talking about John James or what? Uh... One of those phony politicians. Morning, uh, being enlightened till I rise. Thank you guys for supporting on a monthly basis the uh, the Hake Report over on Rumble. That's cool. Okay, a uh, truck driver bought a coffee. James, have you seen this film called Idiocracy? I wouldn't call it a film. I saw the movie. <laughs> Watch it to see how the country will be soon, he says. Yeah, I actually saw it with one of my liberal friends. I was in his wedding, actually. I, like, I was a former like roommate or apartment mate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then <laughs> his first wedding. Bless you. And then, uh, and then he blocked me on Facebook. <laughs> well, like a few years later, because I got all... I alienated some Facebook friends getting into politics and overreacting to evil Obama, right? <laughs> Nice. Hey, where did you find this song? (laughs) It's a flick. Yeah, it's a flick. Idiocracy is a documentary about our current society. It's... I didn't really like it. It was okay. It was... It turned the people into a bunch of so-called rednecks or whatever, which is not what it would be. So... And, and somewhat, like, conservative and lazy. And in the South, they're marginally somewhat conservative and... I don't know about lazy, but sort of fat in the South, right? The South has a fat problem. But those are some of our best people, you know? The South. They have more common sense than the edumamification-aided... <laughs> How many syllables can I put educated? Put in educated. Edumamificationated people who are, who are largely, don't say this too much, kids, but dumb liberals. That, did I say that too maliciously? <laughs> say, it, say it with less feeling, Hake. So I say whatever. But yeah. Uh, the so-called educated people don't know that they don't know what they're talking about. 
and they don't know that they're actually brainwashed and not educated. Doesn't educated means to bring? Doesn't it mean to br- to bring forward? To bring forward your wisdom. Because <laughs> I don't want to say edumacated because it sounds silly. Edumamacated, and then I put edumamificated. Sounds more right. Because you turn them into mamas. Think like liberals. Think like women. They, and not the good kind of women. There may be a good kind. They're decent ladies who respect common sense and uh, seeking God and stuff like that. No, I'm talking about... I'm t- you guys know what I'm talking about. Rationalization of evil. I love that line um, from that Catholic man. I bashed the Catholics, but they uh, had a man named... I'm blanking on his name, but he made a book called Making Gay Okay. And that came from the so-called educated people. So sick. Anyway, that's, that's me going off on this movie idiocracy. But, yeah, I get your point. Thank you, man. Appreciate that truck driver. That's cool. There are many truck drivers in the chat and in the audience... So that's cool. Shout out to the truck drivers. America moves by truck, says uh, my uh, one-time caller from Maine, Rick. Also sounds a little like Peter Griffin or something. Okay. Didn't you love seeing Elon Musk at the border? That was cool. In my opinion. I have a low standard for what's cool and what's based, okay? I'm easy to please. I'm also easy to displease. (laughs) He did a little broadcast over late last week, right? Or maybe mid last week. He says, the border crisis is worse every day. New York City is buckling under the road already. And he quote tweeted some video from Cabello Auden or Cabello Auden. Look how the line stretches of asylum seekers, mostly Venezuelan. And he shows this video that I don't have. Piedras Negras. Piedras Negras. What is that? Black rocks? Something like that? I don't know. Mexico, where thousands entering Eagle Pass, Tejas. Help me get Elon Musk to see these videos before his visit to Eagle Pass, Texas. And he showed up and said, I'm an immigrant. Let me preface this by saying I'm an immigrant. I'm very pro-immigrant. We should make it easier for the immigrants to come in. I somewhat disagree, but I understand that we're not making the babies, as, as American Anchor Baby pointed out. And uh, the so-called socialist evil America is taking care of the old folks with a government money, rather, with government, which is stolen money, and fake money, rather than the people taking care of their own old folks, the people of the town taking care of their own old folks, they're doing the, making the federal government and evil state governments do it. And so you need more cheap labor. <laughs> when Hake can't pronounce it, he gets a fake accent. I know, I fall into that thing. <laughs> Uh, so I get that he's okay, he's pro-so-called immigrant, but not the illegals. I'm kind of for neither, 
get rid of minimum wage, get rid of welfare, get rid of unemployment, light a fire under the rears of these people who are leeching off of America and committing crimes and selling drugs, crack down on the, maybe on the drug sellers. <laughs> um, death penalty for drug dealers, except for that one woman whom, whom uh, Kim Kardashian, formerly Kim West, uh, wanted pardoned. <laughs> no death penalty for her, but the rest of the drug dealers, yes. You know, Trump stuff. I don't know if Trump was going to get rid of welfare and all that stuff, minimum wage. But it would be great. Then get rid of uh, subsidized Obamacare, subsidized birth control. Get rid of so-called no-fault divorce. I was saying things in the chat during uh, American Anchor Baby one last week, I, I want to say. I think it was. And then we'd be... We, the American people, or many of the American people, would be making babies again and making money again on our own. And there would be dignity in the black community rather than this, uh, and, and all, and the white communities too. Shut down the border. No more fentanyl for you. <laughs> or opioids for you. No more suicide for you. Re-stigmatize suicide and mental illness. Don't do this mama spirit destigmatization. It's it's misguided. It's not the right solution. Oh. I saw this I saw this tweet speaking of It feels almost dirty to say making babies. <laughs> speaking of making babies, let me see. Men afraid approach women folder. Check this out. Oh, this is like a weird uh, situation. Story. Not a story. Alexander Data Psych posted this on X, September 26th. Why are so many young men single? Are they excluded from a brutal mating market by society? Probably not, he says. He states, 45% of men ages 18 or age 18 to 25 have never approached a woman in person. 18 to 25. Any 18 to 25-year-olds or younger or older who have approached women, press 1. Have not approached women, press 2. Every now and then you do it, press 3. Press four if you're a woman who's never been approached. Press five if you're a woman who has been approached, <laughs> I guess. I don't know if I'm going to keep track of those. That's too many numbers. Okay. Uh, a sizable, and he shares this screenshot of this, you know, graphs and things. Rare approachers, rarely approached. A sizable minority of men are not approaching women at all. Sizable minority of men. In the entire data set, 29% of men say they never approached a woman in person before. You know, they're doing, they're enabled to be 
messed up with the uh, app thing, the dating apps. 27% said it had been more than one year. It's been less than a year for Hake. I will have you know. <laughs> just, in, just in self-defense. Why am I blushing? Uh, 45% never approached a woman in person. Oh, between 18 and 25. The younger crowd. The Zoomers. Consistent with the hypothesis of a generational risk aversion trend in the Zoomers. You know how the blacks, the Zoomers say, never relax around blacks, because they're risk averse. <laughs> uh, you should be relaxed, but ready and alert. Because if you're net relaxed, then you're not going to be able to defend yourself well or run. 17 approach, had not approached women in more than one year. Never in more than one year are discrete groups. Uh, about half of all single men in his data set effectively not approaching women for dates in person. These men are significantly more risk-averse than men who do approach women. Take a risk. This <laughs> uh, is actually a white pill, says this Alexander guy. It isn't powerful forces of society at large that explain young male singledom. It's much more mundane. Young ma- men are simply not trying, he says. You know those incels? Are you an incel? Who are- but then you approach all awkwardly. And get in your head about it and get way ahead of yourself. And then it's, it just made it weird. You just made it weird. <laughs> Hiding in bushes rather than approaching, says Salisbury steak sweater. What about option three? Women with ice. No, I disavow that, jib jab. We don't deal with the tea issue. Men who do approach, most are successful to some extent. 68% reported making at least one successful romantic connection. Uh, so. I guess I'll read through these, uh, Hassan. I don't know where you left off. I don't even know where you are. You went all the way down to somewhere, the bottom. Uh, I didn't get there yet. Go to number four. In a recent survey, we asked about the locus of control and dating difficulties. LOC describes the degree to which you feel you have agency and control over your life. Right? Internal locus of control, high agency, high control. External locus of agency, low agency, things just happen to you. Good point. Good point. No victimhood. You want the internal locus of control. Right? Not, not, oh, things just keep happening to me. Across the dating difficulty items, people with a higher external locus of control reported more difficulty with dating. Kind of like what you believe in ends up happening. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, Number five, uh, screenshot number five there, Hassan. These are individual dispositions, beliefs, and attitudes that shape your behavior. See? Watch what you believe. (laughs) No, that's not true. It's a real Mr. Man. Uh, And it wasn't through DMs. That's not in person. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot out of your control, but at the end of the day, one thing is clear. If you're afraid to talk to the women, you're not going to meet very many women. They're not just going to fall into your lap, generally. 
Um, and if they do, then that's like a heads up. That's like a warning sign. And even if you do approach them, that's a warning sign too. Remember that, that congressman whose wife accused him publicly, apparently, of, or at least, I don't know, somehow it got out into making headlines of sleeping with the lobbyist? So evil. So look at individual behavior. Um, number six, before we look at the systemic roots of modern dating woes, which there are a lot of evil things going on in the outside world influencing people to be evil. And women are very easily influenced, aren't they? It's a fact, ladies. It's a fact. Accept it. We love you. If we love anybody. The amount of men simply not trying, being lamos, believe everything is out of their control, is part of that false victimhood thing. And even the whites and the men are falling into that fake victimhood thing. Incels taking on that identity. Mig MGTOW is like, oh, it's never going to work. I think. Um, right? There's some MGTOW people in my chat, I think. Any incels? I, don't, I guess you can press two if you're a lame-o incel. Three if you're a lame-o MGTOW. One if you're normal. Five if you're a male feminist, because that's lame. Um, <laughs> are there any male feminists who listen to Hake? Probably. They sound like them. Some people will read this and say, I'm at the bottom 1% of men. Or the, the 80% of men. 20% of men get 80% of the gals. I've approached a thousand women, no bites. But that's, pro- that's still a problem with you. That's still a problem with you. <laughs> It's not why 50% of Zoomers are so-called single. Okay, uh, let's see. Number seven. Let me plow through what this guy says. Maybe he has something good to say. That's me. I haven't asked a woman in a date in a year. It's totally in your control. Maybe hard or frightening, but it's a choice. No one is going to coddle you in dating. Do you want someone to hold your hand while you go talk to women? (laughs) Why doesn't someone help me? Go to a bar, dancing, hobby. Talk to the cute girl in your class, but it's on you. <laughs> uh, I remember going to the gym for it. I went to the, I went to the mall for it one time. I went to the gym for it one time. Uh, I didn't end up approaching anybody at the gym. It just didn't seem right. At the mall, I did, but I didn't like... I was only half-hearted. And then I just decided to just start living my life and not do, not do that anymore so much. I started working and, uh, I don't know, living my life. Um, okay, and then the last one. Men are afraid of losing their job slash getting me too slash legal consequences, etc. Though it's not something you should fear. Oh, go to number eight, the one that you were showing at the, at the beginning or recently. Most men actually cited fear of rejection. This is risk aversion. You live in the same environment as everyone else. You're too afraid to approach other men or not. When is the last time you asked a person for a date in the street or on the street, in a bar or club? Club? 
No moral person go. No Christian goes to a club. No, I'm kidding. At school, no Christian goes to school. No. At class, work. No, don't do it at work. Maybe. Or at a hobby or social gathering or other location. <laughs> Common meeting places and not necessarily strangers. Yeah. Um. Uh, watch what you're thinking. And also, watch what you're thinking when it does work out. Oh, this is from God. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't assume that. That's the wrong assumption. Because like we just showed you, there are horror stories. There's me too things. Never touch anyone is the line. But it's very interesting. I found it interesting. I find it interesting. David says, well, yes, I could try harder, but then Jesse says, you're not supposed to look for one. I know, but if you, if you, if you see one that seems mildly attractive, hey, just uh, say hi. <laughs> so you look, walking by just the other day, I said, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, there's also horror stories. Yeah, but just keep your distance. Uh, Arm's length. Stay out of your imagination. Oh, this could be the one. Don't think like that. You're going to scare them off anyway. Or else um, else they'll go for you and then it's the wrong one. And just because you guys are together, you think it's from God. It's not. It's not. Nice. What did Jib Jab say? The problem with approaching is that it's overrated. Most women will put themselves in your orbit if they like you. Yeah, yeah. But there's like also like a little bit of a natural respect if you just normal with them and approach them. Nice, right? Nice. You have any comment on this at all, Hassan? Hassan, I feel like hearing from Hassan here. Wow, Hassan, walking on water with Hassan. Yes, sir. What's up, man? How you? How was your weekend? Pretty well. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty nice. good. Nice. Yeah, I mean, interesting stuff. Definitely interesting. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I I always used to say that I'm uh, on the spot. I'm not really that good at like, I mean, I have no problem with approaching people right. in general, yeah. but there is something about like immediately having the the words and the dialogue, but so I, I always say that I'm not really the best at that, but if I can get the number, <laughs> my text message game is like <laughs> A plus That's because funny. it gives me a few moments to, you know. Come up with something Come witty. up with clever, witty things. <laughs> so I'm very good in, once I get to that department. But anyway, okay. this is back in, you know, this is a long time. This is a right. fallen state, Hazier. Yeah. But I'm just saying, <laughs> in regards to this uh, study. <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> but you're not shy. You just approach people. Do you have a hard time of 
had, did you ever in your fallen state have a hard time dealing dealing with the girls as just people as opposed to like <gasps> girls <laughs> I mean definitely I think so and I think that the way I would uh, combat it and I still kind of do this I think just in life um, especially if you saw my show last week which was pretty horrendous <laughs> is what I'll do is like I'll uh, I'll like just immediately do something just bizarre yeah or say something bizarre right to, to combat the uh, the nerves yeah it's a uh, you turn it into a performance art piece <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like a defense mechanism right. to like like oh okay you think you're the woman and you're beautiful you got the power watch this and then do some sort of sorcery to like, yeah, you know, uh, Hassan's shout out to Hassan's latest hit. Text me maybe. That's such a that's such a ca- cl- ca- catchy. I was gonna say classy track from that one gal. Call me maybe. That's a great song. Who's that by? I'm blanking on her name. It was on the tip of my my. Oh, that's uh, Miley Cyrus. No, it's not Miley. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Carly. What's the thing? Oh, I'm not scrolled down all the way. Hold on. Nick says Ray Jepsen. Yeah, yeah, Carly Ray Jepsen. I already know who that is. Yeah, yeah, maybe a one-hit wonder or something. Wow. Such a such a good track. I remember hearing Ben Shapiro commenting on it on the morning answer. That was funny. So good. He likes it. He said he, uh, this liberal comedian who was a, his co-host at the time. It was a good show. He said it takes two brain cells to enjoy this song, <laughs> which is what's good about it. That's the key. That's how you make a... But that's sort of backwards. I don't like how the women are approaching the men. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. As a kid, I, I was like, when I had crushes on the girls, I was like, no, I prefer them to ask me. Yeah. So backwards. But, and that's how it is now. You go to the bar and they approach you. What's well, the peacock... Um... Showing off world, I think. Oh, that's the peacock world where the guy just shows off and then the girls go to him. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think lions too. So oh, the lions have the big old mane. Yeah, and they just take it easy. Yeah. Just be normal. <laughs> nice, Hassan. Uh, sweet. Do you have your uh, show planned for tomorrow? I mean, uh, Wednesday already. I do, you know. Any sneak peek? Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a few things. I'm putting up some disclaimers, um, you know, just so <laughs> you know. I don't want any, you know. Just I don't wanna, want problems. Exactly. I don't <laughs> want anyone else to get the problems. I only want the smoke. So <laughs> I'm gonna make it clear. And um, cool. And we also have a, a really cool gentleman who. Um, Deals with kind of uh, young men and uh, manhood and uh, stuff like that. So should be like a very manly episode. Okay. Hopefully. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, Har- Harmony asks in the chat, um, dating apps, yes or no? Um, like am I for it or? Yeah. Are they good or bad? Are they okay or no? I mean, I don't know because at this point I feel like even Instagram or Almost everything is kind of a dating app. It might yeah. not be like designated for that, but at this point, but you end up using it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The online stuff. I suggest it's better in person. I suggest it's better in person. It's sort of 
artificial. I never liked the idea of it. Yeah, and, and if it, I agree, and definitely get it to as get in, it to in person as quickly as possible. Yeah. If you do <laughs> start, keep uh, the words few. As JLP has said, don't write any. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. No, Go no, ahead. No. JLP has said, don't write anything, don't record anything, no <laughs> yeah. photos, and you're better off because that stuff gets out there and you don't know where your life will take you. And then your wife will find, or, you know, the, the mainstream media will smear you with what's out there. So, And, and you know, I've heard a lot of... Um, or the g- feds will. Yeah, and a lot of guys, you know, start having full-blown relationships with people they never met. Right. And they're, like, in other countries, and they're sending money, and they're... I'm like, what are you doing, bro? (laughs) Like, you know, and and it it goes on for years. Some, some, I know some people. Wow. That that are sending money. They never even seen the person. Yeah. Over a um, false god of of another human being. Yeah, and I'm not judging them, but it's like, man, you know, taking the joke too far. Yeah. (laughs) True, man. Anyway. Thank you, Hassan. Yes, sir. Thank you. David in Ocala, Florida is on the line. David, thanks for calling and holding. How are you doing? All right, James. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Well, let me, hey, before I tell you this, who, who out of the NFL teams, I mean, you like football. Who do you like out of the California team? You got a football team you like? The L.A. Raiders. No, the L.A. Rams. The Ra- no, the what? I don't know. I don't know football. What made you well, think I, I like football? Well, I was going to tell you because <laughs> I've been a Charger fan since like 1992, and that's really rare up here in Florida. San Diego? Is that San Diego Chargers? Well, they were the San Diego Chargers. Okay. I started following them in 92 when a guy named Stan Humphreys was quarterback for him. But I just always wanted to ask you who you rooted for out there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, you're talking about approaching women, you know? Uh-huh. All right. So... The best, the best uh, story I got about approaching a woman was at a little club in my town. It was called Beach Nuts. It was it's funny that it was called Beach Nuts, but anyway. And uh, my first wife, I'm about 24 years old, and this is when my first wife and I had split up. I told you, so I decided to go hang out at this club one night, you know, on a Friday, Saturday night, whatever. Anyway. I look in the back, and I see this little blonde girl by the kitchen door. She's just standing back there, and there's a little stool right next to her. So I said, well, I'm going to go up there and hop up on this stool, you know, right next to her. So I hop up on the stool, and I look over at her, and I say, hey, how you doing? She's like, all right, bippity-bip. About five, <laughs> bippity-bip. 15, 15 seconds after I start talking to her, this brunette girl comes up to her, okay, and starts telling her, I don't appreciate you trying to take my man and all this stuff. And this little blonde girl takes her drink glass. One of the glasses is only about like three and a half inches tall or whatever. Uh, you know, small drink glass. And just bashes this girl upside her eye with that glass. Oh. Knocks her. Oh, yeah. Knocks her. Drops her like a stack of potatoes, man. I mm. jump up off that stool and I'm like, oh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, awesome. I couldn't believe it. Wow. You know, here comes security and everything like that, and I was like, "Man, that was something, dude!" I'm telling you. To see so that you girl like a, do that? You like a violent woman? No, I don't like a violent woman, but I'd never seen anything like that in person coming out of a girl <laughs> like that. I mean, it was like in the movies or something. I mean, she cracked her skull. I mean, Man, she busted her that sounds eye terrible. Up. 
I know it was. But, but you thought it was awesome. Well, because I had a couple drinks in me. Oh, okay. So yeah, you fa- yeah. you fell into your fallen state celebrating the... So you like Cele- watching these shows where people get hurt? No, oh, okay. no, no. Oh. I don't like I don't like to watch people get hurt. Okay, and, uh, but I do have a temper. So if you yeah. if you push me to fight you, I'll uh, I'll I'll try to gouge your eyes out. You oh, know? I mean, oh yeah. I, 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 that's been my problem since I was little because I don't like confrontation. Yeah, it, you know. And you're Gen X, aren't you? Fifties. Uh, in yeah, I just made it in. I made it in in 65, I think, the first year. I found, we figured out the baby boomer, boomers go to 64. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's why, you know, y'all have conversation uh, shows about how black men don't like, you know, black men with white women and black men with all these other different races. Okay. And one of the reasons why, yeah, one of the reasons why black men are sick of dating black women is because they're too out of control. They're too defiant. They don't want to, you know, they go crazy, you know, try right. to rule their, rule their they're man openly, and stuff. They're open, they're encouraged the most out of all the women to be angry because the blacks are encouraged to be angry. The women are encouraged to be angry. So think about being intersectional, a black woman, like you're really encouraged to be angry on two fronts, at least two fronts. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah. And it's, um, they're, you know, blacks tend to be, the whole culture is pretty loud Ex- yeah, exceptions yeah. to the rule, right? So right. Well, you know, you don't. You know, men don't like men don't like. Uh, you know, they don't like to be uh, yelled at. You know, and, right? Uh, you know, try to be controlled real hard. But eventually, know? that I, yelling and anger is going to come out of all the races, even the true. ones who are even the even the Trump supporter late, lovely ladies. That the evil comes out of of every human being eventually. Whether they are hiding it better or not, or they're uh, raised more contained or not, um, they're going to catch that hell, for sure. Yeah, and they yeah. and they well, have we, hell in them too, because otherwise they would be able to handle those gals and at least be a light, if not probably not married. Wait, but but maybe a decent Trump, one would come. Trump supporting women. Well, I'm talking about the black women and the black men. Uh, oh. If they, I'm talking about men and women. Period. Including okay. the Trump supporting gals, some of them are, some of them are 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 cringy themselves because they're all overly, overly running their mouths about politics, and it's like, drop like it. Like that Laura, that Boomer girl or something. Who? Oh, Laura Loomer? Post- yeah, her too. Probably. Yeah, I mean, she could... Lauren, Lauren Bobert or whatever. Oh yeah, Bobert. Yeah. Yeah, man. She, Poor gal. She's, well. They, and the the other girl, I forget her name, the one that lifts weights and everything. They're always talking about the blonde hair girl, Marjorie Green. Uh, yeah, yeah, her. She's now, getting she, divorced. Like, it's terrible. Oh, she's she, a mother she, and she's getting divorced. I heard. I oh, think. that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible man. Yep. But they need to back down. See, I talked to. I, I brought this up once before on your show. The Republicans got a lot of anger in their voice. If you ever you listen to them, man, they're you know if they if they would tone it down a lot, yeah. some and deliver deliver their message more smoother, they get through to people. But they just got so much anger coming out of them. They're so pissed off that people are looking at them like, I know what you're saying is true, but are you crazy? Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so. and so a- angry is anger is evil. 
but anger with the with factual information is not going to win against anger against lies, because a- the ev- the full blown evil is going to win over the the soft, weak, trying to be good evil. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Terrible, man. Well, I'll leave, you, I'll leave you with this, man. The best the uh, best approach... Well, when I was 11, I took these two 13-year-old girls to the movies, <laughs> and I'm still friends with one of them. Her name was Lisa. I uh-huh. was Pam, but anyway... Lisa's so, clean. Yeah, Lisa. And so, anyway, we're in the movie. We're, we went to go see Young Frankenstein. You ever seen that? No. I was sheltered. Anyway, <laughs> it's a Mel Brooks movie. Anyway, about 15 minutes into this movie, they go... Oh, uh, let's go to the bathroom. I said, okay. So we go to we go into the girl girl woman's bathroom, and you would go in this bathroom, but there was another door to go into the bathroom. So it was like a vanity with mirrors and everything. So anyway, we get up, hanging out, drinking Jack Daniels and smoking cigarettes. I just about this kids. I know. <laughs> Terrible. But check this out, man. Before I'm leaving, this girl says to me, see, she goes, so you're going to kiss me goodnight? I go, well, I guess. So this girl takes me underneath this tree, Hagen, puts a lip locking on me till the, I remember to this day. Whoa. Okay? And you oh, were 11? Yeah. I was 11, and she was 13, buddy. And, man, let me tell you what. I, I Every once in a while, we speak to each other. She She's an AA counselor and a good <laughs> friend of mine, you know, and... uh Anyway, we talk every once in a while. A reminder about that night underneath that tree, man. I'm like, honey. Terrible. Yeah. Anyway, hey, thanks for taking my call, and 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 uh, you have, y'all have a great day, and, and thanks again for taking my call, buddy. Thank you, man. Appreciate All you, right. David. Hey. All right, you too, buddy. All right, bye, bye, bye. Johnny G lies and says I was only allowed to watch Veggie Tales. I was already a grown adult before Veggie Tales came out, but I did like it. That guy's a liberal, Phil Vischer. Carver bought a, not bought a coffee. He probably bought a coffee many times. But Carver in Ohio is on the line. Carver, thanks for calling and holding. What's up, man? Good to talk to you, Jerry. I got a little story for you, man. Okay. I went to the zoo this weekend. You know, big, beautiful zoo. Uh, We go in this little exhibit. It's like a nocturnal animal exhibit. It's a... All dark in there, right? All the animals that I can't see during the day. And there's these three little black kids running around, shining their flashlight in all the cages. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Completely unsupervised. Yeah. But um, I, I, I took it upon myself. I felt the spirit of hate in me, and I <laughs> yacked at them. I was like, hey, you kids can't be shining the lights in there. They're going to throw you out of the zoo. Nice. Uh, I, I just felt it. I'm like, oh, my God. And we get, we get home, and my girlfriend's like, Oh man, you're such a white man. I can those kids told not to do that. <laughs> I know I am. That's what we do. we got to do. It. We got to stand up. We got to say, "Hey, you can't be fooling around like that." Yeah, and those poor kids, man. They were running around. They knew every square word in the book. It was nuts. No parents inside. I couldn't believe it. Wow, that's interesting, man. That's it's great story. It's just society today, man. Just messed up kids running around. Yeah, and no hold them accountable for anything. Yep. What a God, shame. Man, well, I'm they glad were, that they you were leaning I, over did the they did they heed you at, at all? Did it give them any pause, or did they just continue? Oh, they stopped for a minute. Then I seen them running around a little bit later. Of course, uh, one of them kept doing it. And it was he was the troublemaker, I guess. Okay, but the but the other one, you contained him a little bit. 
Nice. That's yeah, cool. Hopefully we did. And so you didn't get in any trouble that well there were there were no parents to be seen to yell at you, be like, That's my kid, you can't yell at him. <laughs> so no, you didn't get in trouble. Nice, man. That seemed like nope. that worked out. It seemed to. Uh, we need we need people out there doing that, man. You gotta yeah. jack at these people messing up because what's gonna happen is they're just not gonna have the zoo anymore. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Poor animals. <laughs> hey, I was hoping for some justice, man. I saw him leaning over the tiger cage pretty far. I was like, oh. come on. But uh, I guess karma is not real, or at least not that immediate. Yeah. I dis- <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Harambe. That's funny, man. Crazy. Blacks at the zoo. They don't necessarily mix if they're not well raised. And those kids don't know any better. They're they're just allowed to go hog wild. Probably the father's yeah. not around. And exactly. The, or else the father's a know. mama. What yeah. is that? Exactly right. They don't know any better. They're, yeah. Someone's teaching them every swear word they can possibly learn, but no one's teaching them to be respectful. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's shameful. Man, great story. I'm... I'm glad you were able to do that. Did you? Was there any getting away from the disruptors? Eventually, we we strayed down a different path. Nice. But, yeah. Man, I haven't been to the zoo in a while. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Go where you still can before they ruin it, man. True. Fair point. Thank you, Carver. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, good to talk to you. All right, take care. And thank you for the support, Carver in Ohio. I'm assuming it's the same Carver. Nice name. It's a manly name. James doesn't take guff at the zoo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ivana, I'm a clip. I'm a, that's a black thing, or Hispanic. Uh, I'm a clip hake saying blacks at the zoo. <laughs> okay, let's see what's next, guys. Um, what shall we cover? I do want to eventually cover this uh, phone-free at the, at the um, school. But let's get to this Golden Bachelor thing. I promise you guys some pop culture mess. Ugh. I'm inwardly cringing, okay? I know it's not manly. I know it isn't. The Golden Bachelor has a lot to teach us is the... Headline from Fake News CNN Opinion by Deborah, with an H at the end, Carr, two R's. Deborah Carr is a professor of sociology and director at the Center for Innovation in Social Science. Communist buzzword. There she is. Mm. Nice smile. Nice smile. A little bit older of a lady, not too old. I mean, too old for Hake, obviously. We're not talking about that, okay? But, um, you know, looks like a nice lady. Sort of blonde-haired, maybe a little bit of gray in there or something. Not sure. Director of Center for Innovation in Social Science at Boston University. So, so she's one of these professor-type people. Her book, Aging in America, published earlier this year in 2023. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. Views expressed here are her own, says CNN. Hey, 
not CNN hate news, CNN fake news. You don't have your own opinion, I say. I wonder whether, it's such a th- whether there is such a thing as thinking for yourself. You know? Think about it. <laughs> is there such a thing as thinking for yourself? There was a great line, by the way, in Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. I guess I'll, we'll keep on showing this hag. No, that's not nice. She's not that hag. Like, they're mildly attractive. I mean, I... Anyway. Um, great line in Church with Jesse Lee Peterson yesterday about uh, people are dumber than a rock. A rock stays there until somebody moves it. Whereas people just move around and move where they don't belong. <laughs> Am I right? They move where they don't belong. Can anybody relate? They go into the animal cages and shine their flashlights, traumatizing the poor little animals. And the worst people are animal lovers. And then they're also POC f- f- fake lovers, too. They don't have love for any animal or human being. <laughs> Settle down, Hake. Yeah, I know. <sighs> anyway, um, this lady writes this. He- check out this headline. Cover your eye. Well, I don't know. <laughs> the Golden Bachelor. You guys heard of the Golden Bachelor? Seventy-two-year-old man trying to be say he's a bachelor. He looks pretty fit. He looks younger than Hake almost. Look at him. As a sociologist who has spent more than two decades studying older adults' romantic relationships. Oh, let me get my spittoon. <laughs> uh, I eagerly awaited the golden bachelor debut. That's the beginning. Debut means beginning. It might be French or something. It looks like debut. What would 72-year-old Gary Turner and his potential dates, dates, look for in a partner. This guy was a former restaurateur. He's rich, well-to-do. He has a, uh, he's wearing this suit. Looks pretty good. It looks fairly fit. 70-something-year-old? What else? Oh, look at him next to this harem. I disavow this. I disavow this, but I have to show it to you. Well, I don't have to, but... I'm committed. Look at that. No. Cover your eyes. Look at all these people trying to date him. Look, some of them are even interracial. And this is like a popular show, I heard. I I never watched it, okay? (laughs) I feel like I might know somebody who was a candidate, possibly. To become a batch, one of the bachelors on The Bachelor. Probably dodged a bullet there. Look at these all, you know, slightly older ladies. I'm calling them, I'm using the term slightly, a little loosely. And some of them have like plastic surgery face, in my opinion. I, I think. The one all the way on the right. Don't zoom in on that face. The one all the way on this right. Oh, right there. Looks like that one Dylan person from the uh, the evil 
light beer that shall not be named. Doesn't that look like a, sort of that person? <laughs> Horrifying. At 72, aren't you? I don't know. I mean, there's 90-year-olds who are marrying, getting married still. But we're supposed to get over it, right? This guy, <laughs> doesn't it look wrong? It looks wrong. Okay, take that down. I guess you can show the, the headline again. Uh, there it is. Even the, head, even the picture of the guy by himself it seems a little wrong to me. Uh, it's been the must-see TV, quote-unquote, not to me, for over two decades. Regular viewer, says uh, Deborah Carr, she admits. Bachelor Nation are the zealous fans. They tune in to discover whether it... I can't read this out loud. It's embarrassing. Tanned and toned bachelor or bachelorette will find love savoring in the escapist fantasy of finding one's soulmate over private serenades from Grammy-winning crooners, dinners prepared by top French chefs, and sunbathing at luxury resorts. All those women are like five feet tall? Really? Hake is scared of everything. <laughs> it's fine. Hake, just grow up. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say this is advisable. Let me make, make sure of something. I see Joel Friday TV in chat. He's not in the top chat. The hook. You have to go switch from top chat to live chat. Okay, there he is. I have to mod him. Add as a moderator. Managing moderator. Joel Friday TV on Tuesdays. It's what the people want to see. LOL. Lots of laughs. Indeed, it is. And if I were watching it, I would probably get sucked in on some level because of the... Maybe I would watch with open eyes. <laughs> Spiritual eyes. Yeah, right. Uh, haters have long noted the show... Oh, gosh. Historically privileged, very narrow form of romantic worthiness. Young, white, straight. And then she, uses, she actually uses the term cisgender, this gal. Show that haggard, mildly attractive, older, slightly older lady again. This uh, Deborah Carr. Car. This woman is using the term cisgender, slender, and well, she is a professor lady, liberal, and bold enough to slip into a bear. Oh, gross. Go to the uh, jacuzzi. Not the good kind of jacuzzi. So the franchise has responded somewhat belatedly by featuring more racially and ethnically diverse casts since 2020 after Georgia, Florida. Okay, so go back to the old guy, because we don't want to look at her too much. Or him too much. But anyway. They, in 2023, for the first time, Bachelorette had a black couple. And it wasn't interracial. Good for them. Right on. Um, Golden Bachelor is a widower, a father, and grandfather. Hails from the Midwest. Retired restaurateur. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And so he's looking. F- I'm shaking my head. I don't, I don't tend to slightly disagree. At least he looks young. He looks like he's in his, he looks like a 
He has that Biden empty look in his eyes a little bit. (laughs) Sorry, man. Gary Turner. (laughs) I don't know if that's nice to say. (laughs) But he looks young and somewhat young and fit. You know, he looks fitter and younger than Haken in some ways. Right on. Anyway, um, touching and sensitive portrayal, tr- portrayal of older adults search for love for the second or third time around. His wife died. At least he's not divorced, right? Because I don't really think I believe in the divorce and remarriage thing at all. If you've done it, then it's too late, I guess. And you already have kids by the second one? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of worse things than this. Al Pacino, 83 years old, had a baby boy with his 29-year-old, Noor Alfalah. And then there's that other guy who is Robert De Niro, like 90 years old, plus or minus. Probably minus. Hey, doing a deep dive on this nice. <laughs> this Salisbury steak sweater. <laughs> That might be sarcastic, huh? So the 22 contestants, by the way, show the harem once more. Harem is kind of vulgar for it, but it's it's what it feels like it is. They range in age from age 60 to age 75. Wow. 75? So he might be dating somebody older than him? So they talk about health problems, maybe heartbreak. I think that's enough for that story. This is very edifying, Hake. Hey? I think that you're being, guys. I think you guys are being sarcastic. I feel like moving on. Gross. Gross. But as uh, as to Joel Friday's point. He's not the worst-looking 72-year-old. The tallest any website reports him as six foot even. Oh, yeah, and shrinking, because older people shrink. Uh, well, we wish you well, I guess, but I... I disavow the Bachelor. They've been... They are evil. I'll tell you why they're evil. Not just because it's this fake love stuff, They also tend to cancel people, quote-unquote cancel people, I hate that term, but who fall in for the, who say something that's a little bit true or do something that they have the right to do, such as have a party or a gathering at a plantation in the South. Oh, it's racist or something. There's all kinds of fake racism controversies with these Ordinary people who are featured in this show, they're like ordinary people, but they're mildly attractive enough to be on TV and functional socially enough to be on TV and uh, not come off excessively awkward so that people would tune out. A certain, number of, a certain amount of awkwardness is good for TV probably. But they uh, say something too real or too free while white. It's not a good thing. And they get, they, you know, the, the Bachelor people don't stand by them. Isn't there like a host of The Bachelor who's gotten replaced now? 
he's like this white male host, like, did, did a really good job, and they replaced him, I want to say. I feel like that happened. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's about as meaningful as the phony politics stuff, which is to say, not very meaningful. How, how much time do I have? Three minutes to three minutes long song. Let me see what I can do. I want to get to the Hake chat real quick. Um, in Hake news last week, uh, I talked about how Walmart dropped the college degree thing so that they can be more inclusive. That's fine, right? Walmart wants to be more inclusive in their hiring. Maybe college degrees aren't that important. Yeah, yeah, I say they're not. I said how they're, in California, they're doing minimum wage for McDonald's, like fast food. And, uh, and they're doing a $20 an hour minimum wage in California. Of course, the cost of living is high, but they should get rid of minimum wage and the cost of living will go down, you know? <sighs> Terrible. So what did they say? Hake chat. They're still going to be broke. Yeah, I know. You're just giving them unearned benefit and their money will be worth less. That means they need to raise my wage now too, says Mr. Pink. Yeah, exactly. It's phony. So uh, Harmony bought me a coffee to fix your music player. Thank you, Harmony. I got to go, guys. This is Mary Rice Hopkins. Mary Rice Hopkins. Pray. Nice. Catch American Anchor Baby after this. Mary Rice Hopkins. Bye, guys. I'll talk you through it because there's no person coming on right after me, right? Nice. Here it is. Hopefully it plays. Maybe you're too loud. Uh-oh. There's no other way to make it lower. Oh, there's no way to make it lower? Was that too loud? Press 2 if that was too loud. Might be okay. Rest in peace, ears. The lion's den. What did you do? Time. Too loud! One last time, sorry. One last time, sorry. <laughs> okay. Still too loud? Oh, what a tale in or the belly of the whale. What if it's... What it is pretty loud. Jonah Gray. Yes, he prays. Yes, he prays. Perfect. This is spoiler alert. Oh, when you need a friend, you gotta pray, pray, pray. Are you troubled what again? Too loud, I can hear it. <laughs> They're trolling you that it's too loud. Oh, okay. Three if tinnitus is better. As her tummy grew, she was knitting baby shoes. She laughed and played. 
this is why you can't meet real women. But the song, barf. <laughs> Whoa. When Jesus healed the blind, he turned the water and wine. Take on a delay. Yes, he prayed. Yes, he prayed. Yes, he prayed. Oh, interesting. And when I laugh or cry, he's always by my side. Should I pray? Yes, I pray. Yes, I pray. Well, adios, America. Bye. Hopefully it works better tomorrow. See ya.